Welcome to Embrace Live Thrive, a podcast to encourage women that depression and anxiety are not normal parts of motherhood. To realize that taking care of yourself is important and you, mom, are worthy of care, and that is the best way to care for your family. Join me as we talk through issues in mental, social, nutritional, physical health, and so much more. Now is the time to start talking and admit that motherhood is the hardest thing we have ever done, but also the most rewarding. I hope you were able to listen as I tell you that it is okay to not be okay, but what is not okay is to stay there. I hope to equip you with tools, tips, resources to help get you through some of life's most exhausting moments. And at the end of the day, realize that you are the best mom out there for your family. Hey guys, it's Dr. Sarah Meyer, and today we are four days out from one of the biggest holidays of the year. I pray that you are getting things done and ready, but most of all, that you are just being able to enjoy the reason of the season. Bree Clay Schulte joins me today, owner of Lighted Up Cottleville, and she shares about her recent tree lighting event, also titled Lighted Up Cottleville, and she shares about the heart of her event, what inspired her, and what she was able to share with her community. Brie loves Christmas and she loves being able to serve and support those around us. She started with a dream and a vision and this year she was able to see that vision live out through her tree lighting Christmas event. Brie encourages us to hold firm with our boundaries, tell our people what we need to feel loved this season, and not to be afraid of saying no if a certain activity just doesn't fit into our needs for our family this year. Guys, if you're anything like me, the last few weeks has been chaotic. Every time I wake up, something else seems to be difficult. I want to encourage you that you are enough, you are capable, above all else, you are loved. For me, Christmas time is so much fun. I love being able to give. But if I'm not cautious, I also find that this time of year can be very triggering for my depression. Please find balance where you can, saying no where you need, and making your mental health a top priority, and focus on being and less doing. Please watch my social and my website as I have two awesome events coming after the first of the year that you are not going to want to miss. More details to come next week after Christmas. Guys, have a very Merry Christmas and blessed holiday season. Here's Brie. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening today. Here we are, the final days leading up to a lot of people's favorite holiday. And I am super, super excited for Brie to be on today. She has created an entire event that's around the importance of the season, Lighted Up Cottleville. That was at the beginning of December, and she's going to come on. We're going to reflect about that. But I had the incredible opportunity of meeting her through my networking group and If you want to talk about someone who is just genuinely who she is and just a creator of joy, that is Brie. And I am so excited that she's come on and share her wisdom and her truth and what she's doing for community. Brie, if you would take a second and just introduce yourself, and then we'll talk about all the things. Sure. I'm Brie Clay-Schulte, and I'm the owner of Light Up Cottleville. And I love Christmas and family fun and giving back. And that was the spirit surrounding this event. And I'm super appreciative of everybody who came out to the event. It was a wonderful time. And before we jump into specifically to the event, what do you feel like the spirit of Christmas? What does that mean to you? The spirit of Christmas has always meant to me family and just being with people that you love to be with. Mm-hmm. I know that in families, there are people sometimes that you don't love to be with. <laughs> True. 
but you know, it adds to the season. I think traditions are very important. And that was just instilled in me and my family, like my whole entire life. My mom Mm -hmm. is obsessed with Christmas and I think she passed that down to me and it really brings me a lot of joy just to be with people I love, spend time, go to friends' houses, have white elephant parties, you know, all the things that, that are just really the togetherness Mm -hmm. of the season is what I look forward to the most with Christmas. Yeah. And I love the spirit of Christmas. And, and this is one of the reasons why I love like giving is one of my love, like how I give love is like giving. And it doesn't necessarily even have to be like monetary per se, but my, I love to think about an individual and think, okay, what is something they'll truly enjoy? Like, what is something I know that they're going to open and be like, this is so cool. And Christmas gives me an opportunity to give all of my favorite people something, (laughs) whether it's big, little, it doesn't matter, but something to show how much I appreciate them. And I love them uniquely as an individual. Giving is a small part of what Christmas is about, but it is something that brings me joy. But it also is just really a time where you can be intentional. Yeah. Everybody's being intentional about spending time together because it can get so busy and life is so hectic that sometimes you'll go, what, two months without seeing somebody you really love. And you're like, oh my gosh, how has it been two months? Yeah. Um, And that it's just, it's just life sometimes. And being intentional and seeing so many loved ones in a short period of time is another thing that just really fills my cup. Just touch on the giving part that you said, you know, I feel like when you can actually see the ripple effect that giving has, it's giving of yourself, giving your love, giving to friends, family, but then even down to giving to organizations that you care about. Oh, that is a really big part to me. I've always loved volunteering. I've just been in that space a lot and nothing melts my heart more than to just give my time. But Mm -hmm. see, that's my love language. I am, (laughs) I'm an acts of service. I was just going to say acts of service. Yeah. And so that really fills my cup. I don't need gifts. I don't need, I just need time with people and just experiencing relationships that those are really meaningful to me. All my relationships are meaningful to me. And I think that that is what has stemmed where I am at in my life so far. Absolutely. Tell us then how you became inspired to start Light Up Cottleville. Where did, where did that come from? So I, again, I love Christmas. So I work in Cottleville every day and I'm in Cottleville a lot. And I have a lot of friends that own businesses in Cottleville. Mm -hmm. And I just remember looking out the window one day of my girlfriend's office. And I said, man, it would be so cool. It was Christmas time. And it was about a year ago, maybe even two at this point. And I said, man, it would be so cool to have like a tree lighting or something. They don't really do a whole lot in the city of Cottleville for Christmas. You know, everybody kind of does their own thing, but it would be cool to do like a whole town event and just have a Christmas tree lighting. And it started out just as a little tiny tree lighting. And then it turned into like a whole businesses are involved and there's parking lots and the bubble bus and characters and a Christmas light walk. And everybody was just over the moon to be involved in it. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is what really just spearheaded the whole, the whole momentum. I'll say it was definitely a momentum that was happening. 
Mm -hmm. Tons of, there was tons of social media around it. I was on television. Like it was crazy to me. I was like, I can't believe this is happening. This is really unbelievable, but also just very cool in how um, people really came out and stepped forward and were like, Mm -hmm. no, we want to be involved in this. This isn't going to be amazing. And that was my intention the whole time behind it was just, I want to do something really positive for the community, Mm -hmm. but also selfishly, you know, when you come up with an idea and then you bring it to fruition and you complete something, um, there's a lot to be said about the personal success that you feel as a, as an individual Mm -hmm. when you're creating something from scratch and then seeing it to fruition. Absolutely. Tell us as, as a coordinator leading up to the event, what are things, what are some specific things that you saw that really inspired you, encouraged you as you were putting this together? I think just like I mentioned, the positivity, the people Mm -hmm. that the friends and the business owners and the individuals that came forward that wanted to be a part of this event, or just me reaching out to someone and saying, Hey, listen, this this is what I'm looking for, or this is what I'm doing. And they were 1000% in. And that was my intention behind it the whole time, just to be, to have a very positive spirit behind it, driving Mm -hmm the force of making this happen um, because I knew that that's what it was going to take. It was going to take everyone's positive energy on it in order for it to be successful. So that was really, really important to me. And I think any project that you start, any event or passion project that you have, um, any business, it's super important to be clear about your intentions. Right. What are you doing this for? Like, what is the purpose of, of this event? And for me, it was joy. I mean, 100% joy for people, joy for myself, um, just to spread joy and create joy through the give backs that I did, the nonprofit donations. Um, And then also, because again, that is such a ripple effect. And Mm -hmm. there are things that will occur from the donations that I won't even ever see or maybe even know about. And that I think is just the legacy of doing something like this. Tell us, Bree, about the event. It was a few weeks ago now. What are specific things that happened during the event that really filled your cup? Because I'm sure as a coordinator, you got to see a ton of things. What are a few things that really just were cool? I was on the front porch of the Circle of Advisors, which is right next to where the tree was. They Mm -hmm. were kind enough to donate their lot to me so I could put the tree up in it. And I was able to be there all night long and just mm-hmm. seeing the families that were walking by and they're holding hands with their kids or they have their wagon and laughing and let's go see Elsa Nana. Let's go see Mrs. Claus. Mm-hmm. You know, like all that stuff was just super magical. Yeah. And then the there was another part where we drew for the golden ticket. So there were families that donated towards CCI and Marcy's project, which are two amazing nonprofits. And we pulled the golden ticket winner and he wanted his family and his kids and his friends' kids to light the tree. So we had these amazing pictures that were taken by Jenna Whitmore. And they're just of like the step-by-step process of them hitting the plunger and lighting the tree and the kids turning around. And like the whole thing was so magical. And then I had some best friends of mine who I'm a, I'm a professional singer. And Uh so I have a ton of singer friends. Yeah. (laughs) And I asked them to come and sing after the tree was lit and they sang and there were people crying in the the audience. Like it was just, 
it was all the feels and all the magic. I had a DJ on the second story music over the town. Uh That was super fun. And I mean, it was just all the things that make Christmas Christmas and make family time magical. It was all those things. And it was all the things that I, that I thought it would be. Uh And then there were some things I didn't think it would be. (laughs) Well, but you know, it's a part of event planning. It, it is. And you learn a lot. I definitely learned a lot. And I just, all the magic that I wanted to be there was there. Yeah. And of course there were things that kind of tried to get in the way of the magic, but was able to pivot and shift quickly yeah. to make sure that we could, we could get it taken care of. <laughs> so. Absolutely. And, and as you reflect over the event and next year, I mean, what are things that you would like to continue to see throughout the year as you build momentum again for 2023? Definitely a crew of positive people who Mm -hmm. are just as into this as I am. And so right now I'm formulating a committee. I have several people who have expressed interest in wanting to be a part of this in their community, but also just people who love to event plan, having a team of people that can see my vision and help me communicate that clearly to everyone else is really critical in a process like this. Mm -hmm. And so that definitely is happening. And just continuing the magic of, I'm such an experiential person, like experiential learning is important to me, but just experiences in general. I mean, for Christmas, we stopped giving gifts years Mm -hmm. ago and we we do experiences. So we always go on vacation every year for Christmas. We give the kids a vacation. So we'll sit down maybe a couple months before and we'll Mm -hmm. all talk about like, where's somewhere, where you want to go? What do you want to experience? And then we kind of, my husband and I kind of decide, and then we have fun gifts that they open that are related to that. And they have to try to guess, you know, that kind of fun stuff. I'm definitely an experienced person. And for me, the feedback that I got was that the experiences were where it's at. And so having an adult area to experience and a kid's area to experience, that really, I think is going to be just knock it out of the park magic, you know? Yeah. And what was your hope as people walked away from your event? What did you want them to walk away knowing? Well, I wanted them to walk away experiencing that family vibe. You know, like we did this together. It was fun. We really want to do it next year. That was really my goal was just to be able to have everyone feel the same spirit behind what was driving the event Mm -hmm. initially. Um, Well, the whole time. That's really what I wanted people to walk away with was that they enjoyed themselves. They loved seeing their kids have fun. Mm -hmm. They took tons of pictures, made memories, really. Awesome. And, and as we head into these last few intense days before Christmas, what would you want to encourage people with as we're finishing there? There's the hustle bustle of the shopping and the cooking and the, and the cookies and the baking. What would you want to encourage people to not miss? Oh man, time. Just don't miss time. I think people get so worked up about the way that things look um, and trying to make something, they're trying to make their own magic, but sometimes you get locked up in your vision of what that looks like. And then it's hard for you to shift as a person, especially as a mom, you know, you're trying to, as a woman, you're trying to make the magic for everyone. You're buying 87 gifts for your family. You're cooking a hundred different things. Right. Like 
just slow down. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that what's the most important thing, if anything, you know, I lost my grandmother this year. Mm -hmm. And I think the biggest thing that I could say is like, time is so important and don't miss, don't miss the things because you're so busy. You're so busy with doing instead of just being. And I think that's just really, really important. Just let go, just get paper plates. It's going to be okay. You don't have to stay the kitchen and wash 87 dishes. <laughs> yeah. And Brie, that's exactly yeah. what I was going to, to continue your conversation with is that realistic expectations, you right? Know, whether you have a season where you have teeny tiny kids or you have big kids or you, or you maybe you have no kids, but realistic expectations and, and really prioritize what you're trying to get out of the season. And if it's paper plates, that's fine. Your kids aren't going to remember if they ate Christmas no. dinner or breakfast or whatever it is off of a paper plate or a real plate and really taking the moment and realizing that they remember more about spending time with you than they do about all the things that are going on. And so being present. And so maybe that means that you go to one or two less events, but you're spending more quality time together. And, and it may not be that you have to miss these events forever, but maybe this year in, in the spirit of your health, your family's health, it's okay to say no. It absolutely is because you 100. have to be the one that guards your time and your children's time because who wants to go into Christmas day with a toddler that hasn't slept for four days and is so <laughs> hateful? Nobody. Nobody. No one. So, so really like way like, yes, this is an important event, but are we all going to be happier and healthier if we stay home and rest and watch a Christmas movie and know that it's, it's okay to say no, if it doesn't fit in what's right for your family in this moment. True story. Yeah. And as a last thought on this topic, Brie, for the Mm -hmm. mom that might be struggling and you lost your grandmother. So this might feel like a really personal question that is struggling with either grief or depression, anxiety during this particular season. What words of inspiration or hope do you have for them? Just to tap on what you said, it's, it's okay to have a boundary about yourself and just checking in with you and making sure that you're ready because it's a lot. I mean, to be with a family, if you have a really big family, and sometimes if you have a really small family, it can be a lot. Yeah. I think checking in with yourself and just making sure that you're emotionally ready. Yeah. Um, and then when you're when you're done, just tap out. Yeah. It's okay to be there for an hour and go. It's like you said, no one wants to deal with your screaming for toddler. Yeah. You know, you don't, especially. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I think people mistake that for for it can be seen as selfishness. Yeah. You know, everyone else has their opinions about how you're going to handle absolutely however you handle things, but being sacred with your your own personal time and your own mm-hmm. personal family, it's okay. Yeah. And for me, I I step into a place where my grandmother passed away and so my mom, it's her first Christmas without her mother. Yeah. You know, like I step into a place of wanting to take care of my mom and make sure uh-huh. she's okay and you know, our family tried to book a vacation to so we could be gone for Christmas and I was like, "Listen, being somewhere else is not going to replace grandma." Right. You know, like we're all still going to be sad and have our own feelings about it. Yeah. And leaving to go somewhere is not going to change that. So, let's just 
be easy with ourselves. It's okay to be sad, but it's also okay to just be together and support one another in that way. And when you need to tap out, you just got to do it. And I, I think honesty and actually telling people what you need is so important. You know, not everybody is going to have the right to hear an explanation, but for your family members to say like, Hey, I I'm really struggling. I don't think I can make this event and this is why and leave it at that. And it's not your responsibility for them to accept or reject it. It's your responsibility to let them know what you need. And then you follow through with that boundary because people do truly love you and want to support you. And sometimes we don't know how. So right. if you're honest and say, hey, this is this is just too much for me, I can guarantee you that eight out of 10 times, they're going to be like, awesome. Let us know if you need anything more. Right. You we'll know, send you a plate. <laughs> absolutely. And there, you know, there's always those outliers and that that's a whole nother conversation, not for today, but, but be honest with what you need. And I can guarantee you the vast majority of the people are going to understand and the people that don't understand yeah. aren't probably your people or there needs to be some firmer boundaries yeah. in place. And I think that that is where the magic is at. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, for sure. This has been fantastic, Bree. I have loved our conversation. I've loved the opportunity to hear more about Light Up Cottleville and can't wait for 2023. If people want to know more, what are the best ways to find you? The best ways to find me are on Instagram and Facebook at Light Up Cottleville. It's what, pretty what? simple. Yeah, okay, guys, <laughs> go check it out. I'm going to link it in the show link so you can go and see all the really cool pictures and feel the spirit yeah. vibe. Even what? A few weeks post. Okay. Yeah. Last question, Brie. Yes. My favorite question, because I think it's so important. What is your favorite form of self-care? Ooh. So I'm a professional singer. Yeah. And I love to sing. And okay. when I'm singing, like when I'm at rehearsal or I'm doing a show, I have just completed five shows. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so when I'm doing that, it's I'm so present uh-huh. that I literally do not think about anything else. That's amazing. And it's just me time and it's very healing for me. And just to have that um, kind of emotional explosion onto yeah. a stage with other people that and friends yeah. is just really the best form of self-care that that I can do um, for myself. So I that's what I love. Oh, that's so incredible. I love it so much. Okay, guys, go check her out. Feel the spirit of the season. Be honest. And guys, just be present. Thanks so much for listening. Have a Merry Christmas. And I'll talk to you guys later.